What's good, world? It's your boy Hafiz. Chris, the star of the show. And your boy Khalil. What's going on? It's your boy Francis. It's Johnny Mark. What's up? And we are the roommates, and we are on the Conway Podcast Network. And guess what? We are here with my two closest friends, my best friend, my A1 from day one, my man John Mark. John Mark, talk to the people. Hey, what's up, world? How you guys doing? Boo, John Mark, you've been asking me to come on this episode <laughs> hey, for all hey, this time, hey, and you hey. and you coming like that? Hey, look. Come on, John Mark. Look, look, I'm here. What's up, man? How y'all doing? How man, you, he said how he had doing, a long man? night last night. I don't know what time he went to sleep, but no. man, that man was out like a light when I got up. I know, up. boy. <laughs> that boy, John hey, Mark loves see to now, sleep. See now, the time, the time changes. It hit me. Talking to the mic, Johnny. Is that what happened? Yeah, the time change really did hit me. You like about the hour time change. The hour time. The hour time. Call it out. The hour time change. Hey, and hour makes a big difference now. All right. Oh, wow. Francis, man. Say what's up to the people. Yeah, Francis. What's up, everybody? Second time here. Oh, you okay as hell for that. Try uh, again. Uh, <laughs> second time. All right. What's up, everybody? Uh, <laughs> that was the same, same thing. Place. The same thing. Hey, it's all good. It's all good, friends. But yeah, uh, what's up, hey, Houston? How's it going? He said he's going to shut it down this week. Before all we right. begin, we have to give a special, 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 special thank you to all of our listeners, thank all you of our fans, much. our old fans, our new fans who came to the live half show. Last Saturday. <laughs> I'm sorry. Half, half, half quarter the, show. Yeah. Man, quarter, shout out man. Tiffany Malone, J. O. Malone. Shout out yeah. J. O. Malone. Shout out Taylor. Man, shout out Emmanuel Paris real quick. Emmanuel. Man, oh my gosh. Go ahead, Khalil. For sticking oh through my it gosh. through the tough time. Goodness but gracious. But man, you were still loved. Yeah. You know, you still our boy. You still the number one. Gosh, shout out Emmanuel Paris, bro. Man, we we appreciate you. Man. Man, don't worry about them, man. Bro. You still did a great job. I got great feedback. Yes. I didn't tell you last night or this morning, but girls are feeling I just got great feedback you know made me want to sing man, too. hey somebody said they wanted to throw you put their panties up there for you hey, put that out there go ahead girl <laughs> ain't no shame in it better be clean shout out to uh our co-host that we're oh yeah kind of sort of co-host shout yeah. out justice and raven what was the other girl's name johnny other girls Nah, I don't remember. Oh dang! Oh damn! Justice like that? <laughs> I said beside the Justice and Raven. Oh, I didn't hear you say Justice. What yeah. Girl? Oh, you talking about Maya? Oh yeah, Maya, and then the other girl. Yeah, the I don't know the I never the Caucasian one. The who one? The Caucasian. <laughs> they were okay. was a white girl. Oh, yeah. yeah, there was yeah. one. Okay. It was yeah. yeah. Shout out! Shout out! I don't to know them. how you did. She's shout like out to Caucasian. Well, there's only two. I don't know what you say. Oh Jesus Christ! Yeah, shout out to Below family. Oh yeah. yeah, we're gonna shout out. Let me. I got a list of people. You got a list of people. I'm gonna oh, go geez. through the people who texted me. Okay, don't, don't so, be like that one, dude. Uh, shout out to Christopher Urban Leaf. Okay, appreciate no you. Appreciate you. Shout out to Mariah. Mariah. Appreciate you, Mariah. Her people, Harrington, hey, Gabe, I see you. And others. I Harrington was there. She was. She made an appearance. I didn't see her. Yeah, she, I mean, they, they, they <laughs> gone with the wind. Yeah. Oh, wow. A lot of people came, in and out. they came, they were in and out. Literally. In and out. Yeah. In and out. Why, why, why in and out? out? That's out. Because, oh, okay. Because oh, never mind. Show. What never you mind. Mean? I'm, I'm sorry. I, okay, I thought okay. they, never mind. Shout out, uh, shout out Maureen. And shout out Maureen. Okay, I see you. Yeah, shout out to Spencer for coming. Lisa, Bria. Philip, my coworker, made an appearance. Go ahead, keep Edward going. from Twenty Four, my Hooper. Okay, shout out to Ed. That boy Rock showed up. Hey, my, my boy man, Rock. Philip, Brittany Moore, Kylie. Shout out Philip. Okay, Jesus Kylie. Christ. I don't know who else. Oh, hey. you had uh, what is it? Ebony and um, Ebony, I, Ebony and Brittany. Okay, okay. I mean, Chris okay. getting through it. Oh, my bad, my bad, Khalil. My bad, Khalil. You know, he's taking all. Shout out, man! All the people shout who came LJ, out. Shout, man, appreciate my LJ Cuzzo. 
Cuzzo, right. appreciate you, Cuzzo. My turn. Shout out to the Naba family. Thank Naba. Shout out to the Holiday Inn family. They holiday Inn. Hey, we chilling at the Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn family showed up. Yes. Shout out to Holiday Inn. You know we out there. got some room. Let me stop. Wow. Shout out to Holiday Inn. definitely shout out to Shout out to Lacey. Appreciate you coming out. What's she here today? Homegirl who? Support. Amber. She was there. Hey, Amber. Amber. Yeah, you heard that. Oh, that was her? Okay. That definitely was her. Okay. Bougie. She gave me that bougie. So she would have made that comment. I mean, that my comment, huh? Yeah, yeah. Oh, she's staring at your soul? She said she'll fight you. Oh, okay. Uh One of those kind of girls. (laughs) Shout out, man. Shout out to all the really, really dope people. Shout out to Taylor, man. My girl Taylor came through with the photography. Taylor, I was going to shout you out. It totally just blew past. Another person came through for photography? Remember remember Taylor, the one that we hung out with at Barnes & Noble? Was it? Starbucks. 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 Yeah, shout out to Taylor. who came. Shout out to Miles, the homie Miles came through. Jamil, uh, Jamil, Jamil. My yeah. boy KJ Jamin. showed through. Jaren showed up, KJ. Yep. Man, shout out to all the people, man. man shout out to everybody who signed up, man. man. We yes. appreciate y'all coming yes. out. And yes, yes, love. yes. We really man, do. And definitely shout for the people that have never seen us in real life. Yeah. Shout out to y'all. Thank you for Thank coming you for through. Coming. And I want to first apologize for not. Literally coming up to you guys and shaking your hand and giving you a hug know, personally. So man, it was just so many things. I felt going so on. bad. Man. I was juggling. Oh, shout out Prisha Alger. She showed up. Okay. Don't worry about who that is. Okay. Yeah, yeah but all the people, oh, okay. man, I'm sorry for not really coming and giving you guys some love. I deeply, deeply apologize. By the time I went into the crowd to start showing people love, they left. So I hope you guys yeah. didn't get a, a bougie, rude vibe from us. Oh, it was a crazy, crazy day. Frustrating. Frustrating, Frustrating. day. Right. And I want to, I want you guys to know Man. next time. Two hours. Really next time. Planning this. <laughs> yes, I'm, I'm going to tell them the story. But next time, I guarantee you. I'll make sure I show you some love. Cause there's some there was these two people in the front row. It was a white guy and a black girl. Black woman, I'm sorry. And you guys came out for us. I, I was looking for you after the night was over. I couldn't find you. But thank you so much. It means the world to us. Oh, they you got to the podcast. Yes. yes. And they showed yes. up. Yes. I Show never up. met them before. I don't Listen even know who the they podcast, are. And that's why they were yes. crazy. That, that is crazy. awesome. Saying that they they raised a hand. Yeah. That yeah. guy's crazy. Yes. And they we re- had people we never have talked to in life. I was like, who is this Come person? Out and support. Yes. Like, my man hit me up on uh, um, Groomy and it's Suave. 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 He was like, man, can we, can we roll through? I was like, big, come on in. Man, oh, man. He come on, bro. Okay. Okay. Shout out Suave. That's why his name is Suave. Hey. Yeah. Here we go. Suave. But now we appreciate you guys. Man, it's all love and blessings going in your direction. I'm going to let you guys know. Wait, wait. Oh, okay. We got one. Got forgot shout one. Shout out to Brooke. Brooke. And the Houston Oh, my God. Oh, yes. Shout out to freaking yes. Brooke. Houston, Brooke, oh man! I shout out to Brooke that. Lewis and the Houston Chronicle for the super dope article about the podcast. Brooke, you are amazing. Man. Thank you so much, guys. If you have not checked it out, go to. I can't Houston. wait to get the hard. Copy. I can't wait to get we'll the physical copy. I'm a, I was gonna frame it as well. It's only right. It's, it's only, only right. right. Go to the Houston Chronicle. The great. Matters is a section called the Gray Matters, and check out the article that Brooke Lewis wrote about the podcast. The tangible copy, the physical copy, is going to come out. We don't know the exact know date. When. Sometimes this week. Hopefully, please go ahead and show some support, Brooke Lewis. You are amazing. Was she there? Was she was Brooke she there? She was not there. She was not she, there. Yeah, but she, but she was she, definitely there yeah. in spirit for that. What yes. she did. That's yes. all that matters. Yes. <laughs> uh, shout out to Cash coming through, even though he came through super late. 
Uh, shout out to Monet <laughs> and Remy. <laughs> for, yes. They came through. They came super late. Too. Yeah. Matter of fact, Avery. Oh, shout out to Avery. Come on, fam. Oh yeah, shout out to the birthday boy. Right? Yeah, yeah, shout out to birthday boy Avery. We ain't gonna tell about what happened. I don't, yeah, we ain't gonna I, talk I don't know how old Jerani turned. He probably about 28 now. Hey, uh, Avery turned 23. Man, shout out to Avery, uh, man. The LeBron year. Yes, yes, the Jordan, Jordan year. year. Man, appreciate you guys. Appreciate you guys. All love, love, love. Are we forgetting anybody else? Man, I probably, man, I we probably did. But let's man, be honest about it. Right we now, just, yeah, we're yeah. sorry if we didn't get you. Yeah. All right. We so, just appreciate all of you. I'm going to give you guys some background. So, a lot of people are like, what the heck happened? Why, did sh- why was the show cut short? Because the show was about. 15, 20 minutes. Can we say that? I would say uh, really 10. Yeah. 10 I, would, I would say 20 11. might be pushing. Yes. 11. 10 like to 11. 15 minutes. 11. So we promised yeah. you guys no. about an hour show. We had a 10 to 15 minute show. So I'll explain to you guys what happened. And guys, feel free to jump into the story if I'm missing a part. So two months ago, we wanted to do a live show. And we're like, yo, we feel like we have a growing um, audience in Houston. We want to definitely show some love with a live performance. And we wanted to look for a venue. Instead of going to a white venue, we wanted to support local black businesses, and we wanted to find a a venue to be able to help our people, so we looked at different black venues. Live Oak was one of the first venues that we went went to. We talked to them. We said, hey, we got this podcast. We also have a, a performing artist. Shout out to Emmanuel Paris, who wants to perform beforehand. Is it cool? Remember, this is two months ago. This is in June. They said, yeah, it's cool, da-da-da. Let us know about the details. Gave them the details, and he said, hey, Come on Saturday, because I, re- I originally suggested let's record on Thursday evening when it's just chill after work, kind of a happy hour kind of thing. So it's a, it's a small audience for Live Oak, and we can bring in more people. He said, come on Saturday, because Saturday we have a dead period, because our Saturdays aren't really popping. So why don't you guys come at Saturdays around 6 o'clock, you do your show, then afterwards you guys can stay and party. I say, you know what, Saturday is a great idea. Can we do August 19th? He said, yeah, August 19th, Saturday. I said, let's go from 7 to 9. Does that work with you? Yes. So we set it up like that. Um, last week, so we set everything up. We we made the flyers. We made everything. We we, we checked with all the people at Live Oak. They said we're good to go. We promoted the hell. We promoted the event. hell out of the event. A lot of people we had 130 people RSVP yeah. on Eventbrite. Yeah, 100. Eventbrite. Then we yeah. had also people on Facebook too. Also had people on Facebook, and then we also had people who were just too lazy to go on Eventbrite who were also <laughs> on the way, like me, <laughs> like John Mark. No, actually, you did you did RSVP. Yes. <laughs> okay, so back to the story. So me, me and Chris went to Life Oak um, last Saturday, excuse me, to go ahead and check out what the venue was going to be like, what the field was going to be like on Saturdays. We get there, and it's jam-packed. 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 And we're like, yo, what's going on? They said, oh, we have a day party now. I said, day party? When did you guys start doing this day party? We started that last week. This is our second week doing a day party. I was like, okay, wow. So, talked to Chris. I said, hey, this might be a problem. Talked to Khalil. I, said, I told everyone else that it might be a problem. But we were like, for the most part, we we weren't we weren't minding it. Yeah, right? we were going to you know, we were gonna push through. We were yeah. going to be like, you know, all right. Yeah, I w- like the yeah, party will be over. Yeah, the party will be over. Then yeah. we'll go. It's a day party. We like, had, it's going to be over at what, six. Super confidence yeah. in it. We, <laughs> yeah. So yeah. anyway, so the 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 week coming the week of the event on Thursday, we go to do some sound. No, Friday we come to do sound check, and they tell us, hey, the, the day party goes into eight. I said goes into eight. We start at. We said doors open at seven. We originally planned on during our first meeting two months ago that we were going to come in at four o'clock and set up. So he's telling me the day party is going to start over at eight. 
on a live show that we said doors open at seven and we're gonna come in at four. So I said that's not gonna work. We need three. We need a minimum of two to three hours to set up. He said, okay, I'm gonna see what I can do. So they moved it back. They said you guys gotta set up at seven o'clock and go from seven to seven thirty to set up. I said that's impossible. I'm gonna ask the DJ if she can do it, but that looks like it's impossible. I called the DJ. I said, hey, you have 30 minutes to set up. Can you do it? She said, honestly, I probably can't. And I was, and she said, but I'm, I can try. And then I was like, okay, let us know because we're gonna have 30 minutes. When someone tells me I have 30 minutes to set up, I feel like I only have 15. I don't try. I, I worst case scenario. So I'm like, you know what? She probably can't do it with that quick of a turnaround. Like you literally, it's uh, yeah. I'm like. She can't even do it. So I said, let's let's let us buy the stuff. Let us set it up ourselves. Mm -hmm. So we buy the stuff. We set everything up ourselves. Come Saturday morning, we go to Live Oak. Twelve. We were there from twelve to two. I was there. Yes. Me, Chris, and P. Yes. We sitting there. I mean, man, how many sound checks we do? Man, we was. <laughs> 50? <laughs> so from 12 to 2 on Saturday, we did about 50 sound checks. We set yeah, yeah. everything up because we knew that, man, come day party, it would be such a hectic issue. So day party, so 6 o'clock comes, we get to Live Oak. It's just as we expected, day party, kind of packed, not really that packed. Come seven o'clock, like they said, we have thirty minutes that we're thirty minutes to set up. We're ready to go. We didn't even get that at seven because at what at seven no, we I, were arguing back and forth. No, I said we were there. I we said were, yeah, we yeah. were there by. We said we didn't get the setup at seven. Yeah, yeah, no. exactly. You're hundred percent right. So we get there at seven o'clock. I mean, we were about to set up at seven o'clock. The DJ is still spinning, and. I'm not putting anybody on blast, but I I saw people go up to the DJ and to the the MC and say, "You guys got to cut it short." And they were like, "Why?" They said they got something before them. So these guys had no idea. Didn't even know. Didn't even know. Lack communication. Yes. And hey, so man, anyway, communication. It happens they, to all of them. They wouldn't. They for, they wouldn't move. So I get the host. I said, "Hey, can you can you move them?" She said, "Okay, cool." She gets the manager. The manager is a jerk, by the way. I'm not even gonna lie. I came in, I'm not gonna be. He was a, he was being a jerk that day, and the manager said, "Are you guys ready to go right now?" I said, "No, we have to set up." He said, "No, it's either you go right now or you don't go at all," and it's about this is about seven ten. So that's why Palumi was so crazy. So I run into the bathroom. Palumi was changing in the bathroom. I said, Palumi, we have to go right now. Palumi said, okay. Palumi goes. He's about to set up. So I remind you guys, this is a live show. If you ever did events, you have to sound check. And, and then we already factored in. We need about a 10 to 15 minute dead period while we're doing sound check and setting up. The manager said no. Said you can't do that. You have to. We have to play music while you're doing sound check. And anyone who knows live performances and sound check, you can't play music at full blast. It's impossible. Trap music it no sense. with it's while you're doing sound check. So literally, Palumi spent at least 35 minutes trying to figure out how in the world to play music and sound check simultaneously. He couldn't even sound check. He was just trying to figure out how to wire the chords to make it. La it was just. It wasn't working. So the manager told us, Khalid, when asked something. No. Nope. Okay. So the manager said, you guys either go in five minutes. No, he said, if you don't go in the next five minutes, it's the show is off. So I'm like, Palumi, literally what you have to do is play your music and just go. Literally, we can't sound check. We can't set anything up. Literally, play your music and go. Worst idea fucking ever. So and, I, and we fit, man, yes. beyond pissed off for Palumi yes. because... You know, this is something he takes very seriously. Yes, this, yes. This, this is this man's life. This yes. is a man's career. Yes. And, you know, I'm he's done multiple performances. Yes. Never had this problem. Ne and never. And, like I said, everybody still said you were great. Yeah. Man, so, man. so, to I mean, Khalil's point. We, is, we gonna, 
We're going to make it happen yeah. next time. That's all we can Yeah. Say. So, finishing up the story, Pulumi didn't get the sound check. He didn't sound very good. The first three songs, it sounded really bad. Yeah, he was literally feedback, he man. was literally singing a song, going back to the booth, singing Stop a song it. back to yeah. the booth. So, literally, like... At the last five minutes of Palumi's performance, the girl comes up to me and she says, when are you guys wrapping it up? Remind you, this is 8.15. Palumi's only, only been singing for 20 minutes. I said, wrap it up. We still have a whole hour to go because I sent you the run of show and the run of show said we're going from 8.20 to 9.10. And she said, okay, cool. So we set up. We literally, like, I'm like, Chris, Khalil, we got to go. We go on stage, and we tr- we're trying to get everything going. The mics weren't working. We were having all these issues. Literally 10 minutes right when we started warming up, someone whispers in my ear, you got to wrap it up. I said no. So we I ain't going to lie. Yes. When he said it, I almost dropped my mic yeah. and turned to <laughs> And then <laughs> I kept on like, going, what? and he said, if you don't wrap it up, we're going to cut your mics. So I said, okay, cool. I went ahead and wrapped it up. I said, make sure everyone you leave, because we're leaving. Ooh, everyone leave. <laughs> After party, our house. We're leaving Live Oak because they're cutting us short. And in a, a mini exodus, some people stayed in some people stayed in Egypt, but I understand why. <laughs> but we had a mini exodus out of Live Oak, and that's what happened. <sighs> yes. <sighs> Take a breath. To be the big man right now, to be the bigger person. Okay. Go ahead and be the bigger person. We first. do appreciate the opportunity. Yes, we do. I just don't appreciate how we got. <laughs> but we're not gonna worry about that. We'll still definitely come out. You know, we ain't gonna just shun a place. You know, you got cheap drinks, so yeah, I'll definitely do that. <laughs> so yeah, that's what happened. Actually, we're going. I really just need to go on Wednesdays. Just need those. those oh, wings. them wings. Oh yeah, that's dang it. it. Those. I don't need to go on the other thing. That is true. Also. No. Last two shout outs. Christian never going again. Yeah, you're going again. <sighs> we can get your I'll get you your lemon pepper. You know, I, I, you know <laughs> I'm not too much worried about like me personally. Okay. I can be embarrassed. Okay. I've been embarrassed before. We I know. You know. Everyone. It's not your daddy I just can't hurt you. Bad for people that came yeah. out. I mean, absolutely. Yes. Go I came out. Came, yes. After we were done. Yes. After we were done, everybody. Every, every all our people, what happened? What's what's going on? What, what's up with the show? Like, why is the show not going? We were getting them going, and we were we were on the, we were literally climbing the hill. Yes. We were about to we were about to peak. Yeah, I just feel I feel terrible. It got man. shut. I just know people came from Atlanta, mm. Humble, mm. Channel View, Channel you know View, what I'm Spring, Spring Jesus. Texas, like Atlanta still further. Drove but you flew. Yes. Yeah. to see us. <laughs> yes, and then didn't see us. Yes, yeah, at all. At all. I'm here. I yeah, yeah. My, like especially like my Navajo people came and they were like, yeah, they looking around like what happened? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so that's a good question. So unfortunate. So unfortunate. Um, um, but yeah, again, appreciate everybody. Appreciate you guys. All love and blessings. Quick shout out to John Taylor, Health Cycle Inc. He sent us four sick, nasty care packages to the house. Yeah. Shout out to John Taylor, guys. If you've been listening to the podcast and you believe in supporting black businesses, believe in supporting young entrepreneurs, please go ahead and check out Health Cycle Inc. My man, John Taylor, man, came through. Man, we're definitely going to post some pictures. Of, yes, of we're going to post. Sent. Like, yeah, man, shout out my no, man, John Taylor, guys. Health Cycle Inc. We've been saying it for website. months. We're going to put the link on there. Yes, the guys. There. We've been saying it for months. Health Cycle Inc. And Chris has a shout out of his own. Right. You ready? You ready? I'm He's ready. not ready yet. Not so ready. back to John Taylor, guys. Health Cycle Inc. They got the Neutralite bars. They got the cosmetics. Amber, look me in the eyes. What? <laughs> <laughs> Have you checked out Health Cycle Inc.? 
Hell oh no. my gosh. Damn. Oh my gosh. Nope. <laughs> Francis. Hey, I Googled it one time. Okay. <laughs> uh, At least but... get my, hey, if you're listening, get my man a follow. And speaking of not getting follows, John Mark is here with his Sumeg bands. And John Mark didn't get no, did you get any kind of love from the show, John Mark? Nah. How many followers you got? Probably like 105, maybe. We got 105? Wait, That's good. Wait, 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 what do you wait, mean? Wait, you wait, what? Boy, you were 18 when we last yeah, talked John, to you. Hold on, hold on, From 18 to 105? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Whoa. I got no love. Hold on, let me check. Let me check. Let me check. What do you mean? Okay. From 18 to 105? Let Chris saw. Let Chris saw. Let Chris Go ahead, Chris. I'll take it back. I got 25 followers. Oh, okay. Okay, that makes more sense. It's more like it. Okay. To be clear, we do want you to have 105. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. All right, all right. Shout out to the Houston Area Urban League. We have a fundraiser and it's called Opulence. Opulence. It's a base, it's a casino night. Casino okay. cash Wait, money. When is it? Ooh. September 9th fabulous. at the Buffalo Soldiers Museum. We'll, we'll be here. Buffalo Soldier. We'll be here. Coming to America. I'm thinking it's uh, $40 to $50, but it's oh, free huh? food. Time out. Free food. 40 to free $50. Food and an open bar. Oh, oh unlimited drink. Who coming? Who coming? Unlimited drinks. It's a unlimited fundraiser <laughs> for the Houston Air Urban So it's, it's a fundraiser. It's a fundraiser. So it's going to charity. It's All going right, to charity. open bar. Open bar. <laughs> if you want more information. That's dangerous. That's very dangerous. It's very huh. dangerous. Dangerous, for but we gonna have fun doing it. Gambling, right. hey. they were just coming. Are they dressed in? Look, look dressed like, like Ladies, formal? I'm not talking to you right now. Like formal. Talking to the men. Formal. Cocktail attire. Yeah. Like bow tie. I don't know what that means, but you know what it is. You like, know what it is. Like bow tie kind of thing. Yes. Ooh. Look good, Dagnabbit. But fellas, I don't know what she's talking about. From the news I heard from last year, it was a lot of ladies mm. that was. Single there. Oh, they had no dates. Ooh, okay. no. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm just saying, the opportunity is endless. Ooh, is it? So, and how like, can they have a wristband if they have a date or not, so the guys can know? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can do. I'm for real. That'd be a great that's, idea. That'd, that'd be great. Smart. If that's that is, that is I'm smart. coming. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, just saying. Okay, okay. okay Money's worth it then. Huh? So, so one more time. What's the name of the event? Opulence now, September 9th. Now, now, you say forty dollars. You said free food, open bar, right? It Correct. Ain't, it ain't no like like is it a buffet? And then listen, guys, Let's I'm not making clear. any promises. Yes. But since we're doing this on the podcast, uh-huh. we may have a deal for y'all because I, okay. I, I ain't got no deal but okay. for y'all. Not 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 you, Francis. You got to pay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> Opulent September yeah. 9th at the Buffalo Wild Wings Museum. Okay, I'm gonna say that again. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Buffalo Soldier. Okay. Black Cowboy. Black Cowboy. Go ahead and check them out. Please, please go ahead and check them out. It's a website. Oh, it's a website. Go ahead and shout it out. I'm still not. The website is Hall, Hall, H A U L Y P dot org. Oh wow! Slash we'll, we'll post opulence. that. Yeah, yeah definitely. We'll post. <laughs> we'll, we'll so post think that. of Houston Area Urban League Young Professionals. Okay. Org slash opulence. Oh, okay. I'm I'm I just want to see it. On that I'm note, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We are the roommates, and this is the Conduit Podcast Network. Okay, okay, we are back, we are back, and John Mark said he also has some shout outs. And John Mark, you better not do what I told you not to do. Go ahead and shout out who you want to shout out. If you do it, you're going to be in for some heat because I'm going to say some heat too. I'm going to let you know. If you want the heat, you can shout out who you want to shout out, and I'm going to give you more heat. What? Damn, He man. understands. He understands. I got to pee real quick. Go ahead, Jordan. All right. 
I want to give a shout out to all my family, friends, loved ones that's in Atlanta. Hurry okay. And also a special <laughs> shout out to my guy brother, Chesler. Okay. His birthday is today. Shout out to Chester's birthday today. And also shout out to his son as well. His birthday is... His son's birthday is the same month as well. Okay, John Mark, talking to the mic, remember. I want to give a shout-out to my godbrother, Chesler. His birthday is today, and also for his son as well. Okay, dope. And shout-out to all my family, friends, and my loved ones. Okay. That's in Atlanta, Georgia. Yeah. I'll be coming home tonight. Okay. See y'all soon. Okay. Love ya. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, shout-out to Jude Mark. My homie Jude Mark, A1 from day one. Shout-out to Anderson Mark. All love, all love in the neighborhood. So, we're going to have to switch the um, the tempo and to change the tone of the conversation. Hey, we do this. Go ahead. Because we have to talk about um, a very serious, serious thing that went down last weekend. So, last weekend, August 12th, in Charlottesville, Virginia, there was a rally that went on. And during the rally, unfortunately, a young woman was killed by a terrorist attack in which someone plowed a car into a crowd. And her um, she was unfortunately killed. Her name was Heather Hare. I hope I'm saying your last name right. And then also I was told that two other people also died from this event. Like I said, you guys already know it was in Charlottesville, Virginia. And... I'm going to let you guys know right now, this conversation is going to be a very, very sensitive conversation. As you know, the Roommates Podcast, we are open to all sides of the story. We're open to presenting all different aspects and angles. And we hope that you listen to the entire conversation and don't take a, a, a piece out of context. We don't want to offend anybody in particular. So I listened to three different sides of the story in regards to the Charlottesville event. I listened to... People from the alt-right listen to people from the right. I listen to people from the left. And I guess the fourth side of people from the middle. And after hearing all this, what I heard, I'm going to tell you guys what I got that was happening. Initially, it was a free speech rally that was planned in Charlottesville. So there's a group of like angry white guys who are mad about PC culture, mad about affirmative action, mad about the way America is changing. And they they were mad about the, the lack of freedom to be able to talk on college campuses. I'm, if I'm not mistaken, the speech was on the University of Virginia's campus. Hope I'm not mistaken about yeah, that. It is correct. Yeah, it was. Yeah. So they're mad about the lack of free speech. So these group of white guys said, we want to, we want to go ahead and protest the lack of free speech. But as it began to grow, the group of angry angry white guys turned into white nationalists. Then it turned to white supremacists. Then it turned to the KKK. So their group just continued to mold and gain traction. So eventually it was just a literally a hate rally, uh, a white power kind of rally. So they started, they were marching. And then all of a sudden people heard about it. They were like, these racist white guys, these white nationalists, these terrorists were coming and they were marching. And let's go ahead and shut it down. So then you have Black Lives Matter, Antifa, or Antifa, whatever you call it. If you don't know who Antifa is, they're just simply anti-fascists. They believe Donald Trump is a fascist, which means he's trying to control everything under his thumb, and they're against that that control. So Antifa came, and the Black Lives Matter came, and then so you had two groups of people. You had the right, the left, or some people will say good, evil, God, Satan, 
good and um, like I said, good and evil. So you had two groups of people, and they had extremely large numbers in the thousands. And the police were there, but unfortunately, the police were heavily outnumbered. So there was nothing they could do. Um, this, is what the, this is what the police are telling the, the, about the situation. Yeah. So eventually, you have white nationalists and you have black panthers in the same space, and you know it's hate on hate. They don't mix. Yep. They don't mix. It's all in water. So all it takes is you damn niggers, and it's and it's on, on and popping. I don't know who threw the first punch. It's like the literally like the American Revolution. We don't know, but we just know punches were thrown. And then all of a sudden, you you guys have seen the videos. There was beat, fighting on both sides. Mm-hmm. Then this is, like I said, in regards to the guy, I don't even know the guy's name who drove the car into the space. This is what I was told from the mid-right. Not the alt-right, the mid-right. Mm-hmm. The guy was in his car. He's a He was a racist. He's a, he's a white supremacist all the way. And they were provoking him. They were, you know, throwing stuff at his car. I don't know. This is what they told me. And out of rage, not justifying it, out of rage, he drove his car into the people, which is a terrorist attack because if you look in Europe, that's what a lot of the terrorists in Europe do. Um, Islamic extremists, they're not all Muslims, but the Islamic extremists do as a terrorist um, move. And go ahead, Khalil. No, go ahead. I was, I was, I was just thinking because um, right after that, the, the was it the weekend after what? There's a attack yeah. in. Um, oh, was it Venice? No, it's some, yeah, in South America. Yeah, yeah there was another South, attack, was another and the dude attack. drove a car drove into the people as well. Yeah. So that's a, this is a terrorist move. <laughs> is, yeah. Um, and then so, Barcelona, as, Barcelona. Thank you, Irby. Attacking Barcelona. So everybody was outraged. Everybody was outraged, and everybody was disgusted by it. But there was one person who didn't seem to be as outraged, and that is. Either your president or our president, depending on who you are. The president. The president, yeah, Donald Trump. President, you know, I'm just here. And he said he wanted all the facts. He said he wanted all the facts. And then so the I think a couple days later, in the most scripted, like two you, days later, like exactly two looking days. from a teleprompter, like I've never read this. I hope I can read this. Um, the, the the terrorists in a it was a terrible disgusting act you know Donald Trump and he just talked about how it was terrible don't forget the finger yep the, the I'm not going to say what it's it. like but you know the fingers <laughs> the stroking fingers <laughs> and then the next day later Donald Trump said both parties were at fault and then New York Times then Washington the world Post, slipped on him again then they flipped <laughs> on him again <laughs> and then he commented I can never make any of you guys happy you know, <laughs> what did he put on Twitter oh my gosh I heard what he put something he put on, on Twitter, Twitter right bro. after that yeah gosh he's so he's so interesting so man I want to have a discussion this is why about I literally it. deleted CNN yeah I want to have a discussion about it um on in the, on this conversation, man, there's so many different people. So I hope you guys literally enjoy it, because um, you're gonna hear a lot of different perspectives. And like I said, don't be offended, because I, I asked yesterday during the podcast, the, the quarter podcast, how many of you guys have been offended by me? And I saw ten hands go up. I know that's my <laughs> you fault. You asked that? Yeah, I did. That's okay. a lot of hands. I, that's a lot of hands for the people that came out. That's so, 100%. I, <laughs> <laughs> so I apologize about me occasionally offending you. So I'm letting you know we're not trying to offend you. But man, guys, what what do you let's let's go with the with, with the situation in regards to man the. The terrorist attack, because that's what it was—a terrorist attack, man. What, 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 what do you, what are you guys thinking about it? Okay, first off, I'm go ahead. Kick it off. Fifty so, grand. <laughs> so, okay, first off, though, I want, like, I want y'all to think about, like, the fact that what you said—a KK 
March. Yeah. My parents, I remember my dad growing up in Jersey. He remembers when the KK marched through his neighborhood. And it, my KKK, you missing KKK, the third K. Yeah, yeah. KKK, I have no respect for him. KK, that's on Wiz Khalifa's weed. Oh, dang. So the KKK, I remember when they were telling me, my they sent my dad to Newark. And my, my grandparents just stayed at the house, you know, just to make sure nothing happened to the house when they used to march. So that was a long time ago. I'm talking yeah. about my dad was a kid. Oh, wow. In the, so in the 40s? Like, yeah. He's in the, he's, well, almost 50. Okay. So, you know, this was this is 30 years ago. Yeah. And we're in 2017. Mm. And we had a whole KKK clan rally yeah. walking through the street. With no hoods. With no hoods. With no hoods. Hood. Hood. With no hoods. They want you to know who they are now. And with khakis. Uh, what's that dude's name for Allstate? Jake, oh, Jake from Allstate. The Jake from State Farm. Man. Oh, State Farm. Yeah, State Farm. Oh, the khaki oh, guy. Yeah, they did the Jake from State Farm khakis. You got that voice. <laughs> Allstate. In good hands. In good hands. All right, my bad. We're serious. Sorry, Khalil. But, um, you know, just the fact that it even got to that point where mm. we've made it okay for stuff like that to happen again. Made it okay for what to happen? You know, just just to march down the street. Don't get me wrong. They yeah. still had their rallies. But yeah. it's not something, it's not on that level mm. to where, where, you know, people are fearing, you know. You know, because, I mean, there was normal people there who had nothing to do with either side mm. at the same time. They just, this is in the streets. They, they houses and businesses, and they just looking out there like, yeah. man, what's going on? Yeah. Hmm. And so, you know, just the fact that we still got to deal with that. You know, mm. just let you know what's out there. I, I honestly, I blame your president. I'm mm. gonna say you keep saying you're president. Okay. I just live here. Mm. <laughs> All right. <laughs> well, top top on that. Um, I think it's not it's not. You know, people say Donald Trump brought this out. Yeah. You know, I don't really believe that. All you don't believe it. Don't I don't believe he brought, it brought anything. Out. It's always been. Okay. No, let it's me, always been there. So I want to be clear with okay. that. He didn't. It, of course, it's always been there, but he made it acceptable for them to do it publicly. Mm. Yeah. Right. Right. It, we all know it's been there, but he—I'm telling you—even the way people come into the bank and started talking to me, I'm just like, "Oh, you, <laughs> you mm. got you got Donald in, so you think you can talk?" <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> I also I also think um, no, a factor in it is the fact that the this was pushed this way. Donald Trump is a factor. Yes, that's one. Two, the fact that everything's getting so PC, mm. and and the left is really pushing this. Mm. So like basically the right is blowing up right now. Mm. They're just two so things like a reaction. A reaction. Okay, it's a very okay. harsh like reaction to okay. what is going on. Mm. Donald Trump is a result yeah, of this yeah, whole yeah. movement. Yeah. He, him being voted president is probably part of it. Yeah. Not just a factor, but, but yeah. the main part of it. You yeah. Know? That's real. That's real. No, that's a good point. I think I think it's also a reaction as well. You know what I mean? Like you always have extremes on both on both sides. You always have extremes on both sides. Jordan, what are you feeling, bro? Well, I just want to, uh, I don't know, we mentioned the girl that passed away yeah. names yet, but um, just shout out to her and her family. Just prayers for them. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like our world is just, like, you know, moving backwards. Like, it's, it's the end times. Yeah. yeah it's Keep like, saying you know, it. I mean, just mm. ever since. I don't know. It's something about the summer, man. I don't know if it's the heat, mm. but last summer it was just crazy mm. what's going on with, with the police. Man. And black men and black women, and uh, and now like when that when that broke the news, I think I felt like we was somewhere Saturday and that happened. You were on, you were on your bed, and you were like, "Did you hear about?" Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, what when Charlton? Yeah, Charlton? yeah, yeah. I was, yeah. Like, I was at work. Yeah, 
I, I was just like that's before Eagles and Opinions. Shout out to Eagles and Opinions. Oh, yeah. Shout out to Jadon for coming out. Shout out to Eagles and Opinions. All love family. Back sorry, but Chris, go back. No, you good. But um yeah, it's just it's I mean, I've been thinking about it, but it's just really hard for me to wrap my head around mm. um that people still have that much hatred in their heart. Yeah. Um and 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 then the sheer fact that it wasn't just like older white men. Yeah. yeah. It was younger white men. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. Hitcher just passed was, down. Thirty three. The mm. guy with the car. I uh, thought he like, wasn't even that old. See now, Hitcher's yeah, been passed it. down though from generation to generation because the old generation passed down to the kids, mm. and depending on how people treat each other, it's going to stay there. Yeah. yeah I mean, it, it's it's it sucks for me because, um, like, all the people I encountered that was Caucasian during college and during high school, I'm just thinking like. You know, are how many they like really that? didn't like yeah. it? Mm. Um, I mean, how many you know, of them Paranoia, like that Uno game we were playing at Paranoia. Yeah, paranoia. All takes is yeah. one. So, I mean, it's just really, I don't know, it's really just like, I mean, I just question everything. Like, mm. you know, like, I'm asking God, like, why is this still going on? Mm. Like, when are you going to intervene? Like, what, what's what's happening right now? I feel like everything in the world is just, is just, is literally crumbling for our eyes. Mm. So that's I mean that's that's my initial thoughts. Yeah, Johnny, what are you thinking? I say hate speech is not free speech. Okay, we so talk about that. All this rallying about white supremacy and all that, they should not be given a voice, especially as hate is passing along judgment. But I feel like hate should not be passed along. I understand free speech is freedom to voice out your opinions, but at the same time, if your voice is hurting someone, that should not be allowed. Man. Goodness gracious! There's just so much. Let's 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 talk about that for a bit, um, man. What what constitutes as hate speech? It's difficult. Then? Yeah, it's, so, it's very difficult. Yeah, that's the hardest thing. Like, I agree that if someone is saying hateful things, like your mama is a beep 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 beep, he shouldn't be able to freely say. But technically, in America, like he technically kind of sort of is, you know. So I, the laws are so tricky. So like, what what do, I mean, what defines hate speech? In my opinion, is like. Like, deliberate acts of violence. Like, I'm going to kill your son. Like, you shouldn't be able to, like, rightfully determine what hate speech is. But to Francis's point, like, the right will say hate speech is this. And left will say hate speech is that. So, for example, in college campuses, like, with this term of microaggressions, right? So, if you if you tell a woman, hey, do you need help lifting this up? That can be hate speech because that can be, what's it called? Sexist. Sexist, Sexist. or pa- patronizing her. Like, yeah. what do you mean I can't lift this up? What do you mean I need help? Oh, my gosh, you're chauvinistic male, da-da-da-da-da. You know, like, <laughs> that can be considered hate speech because in, in, it's a microaggression. So what what do you guys think is hate speech? Go, don't all speak at once. <laughs> okay, okay, let, let me just uh, say what I think is hate speech. So, before, you, so we say hate, wait, before you go, we were saying hate speech should be illegal. It is legal. Okay, cool. Go ahead, Mark. Go ahead. Uh, but just just we don't know what is hate speech. Yeah. Um, before, it used to be deep uh, belief and hatred towards a person for who they are. Yeah. The race, yeah. gender, ethnicity, all that. Yeah. But, you know, in 2017, this year, you know, all that's a blur. Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. even gender is all a blur. Oh, my gosh. So, let's <laughs> not get into that. that. <laughs> but, but... <laughs> So now it's getting more difficult to know what's hate speech. Yeah. Because the, all the old uh, rules have changed. Mm. So now we have to redefine things. And who can do that? The, yeah. you know, our judges. So, yeah. so no, no one really knows what hate speech is. Yeah. Well, 
You already know me. Go According ahead, to the law. <laughs> <laughs> hate speech is anything that is attributed to basis to any attribute such as race, religion, ethnic origin, sexual orientation, disability, or gender, blase, blase. And uh, basically, anytime someone purposely attacks these specific things, mm. like wow. attacks it, yeah, not, a, really. not your giving your opinion, but completely attacks it. Um, it's against the law. You can file wow. civil or criminal law or both. Mm. And uh, so, have, that's, so the that's the law. That's what the law. And like I said, guys, this is this is an open conversation. So when people say white people suck, is that hate speech? Un- under that premise, yeah, it that is. Premise is sense. Sense. That premise yes, is very you're being, you're, broad. You're, 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 you're saying all white people. Suck. Yeah. And that would be in terms of technical. Yes, yes. That is, that people do it all the time. People yeah. that that premise is way too wide, yeah. way too broad. Yeah. I think that's a hard thing because it's like, like, I think to Francis's point, what we're trying to do right now, I think we're trying to diagnose, like, what's the root cause? Like, what got us to Charlottesville? You know what I mean? Because we know what happened. So we don't need, we're not seeing that. We're not breaking any news. So, like, we're trying to figure out what caused us to get there. And one of the things was, like, these, these, like Chris said, like, these people were so, had so much hate in their hearts, you know? And I think part of the problem to also what Francis said was, like, the way, white people are talked down upon nowadays and now this sounds crazy but please hear me out don't kill me umar johnson <laughs> like the way they talk about white people nowadays like you can say whatever you want about a white person you can say oh white men they're just they suck white men are idiots white men are the scum of the earth white men are trash white men are garbage. like you can say whatever you want and like, oh yeah white people do suck you know what i mean and so i feel like like they feel like you guys are against us so why not be against you also you know what I mean? Does that make sense? It makes yeah. sense. They're driven to that corner. And yeah. once they're cornered, they yeah. got to react. Yeah. They have to. Yeah. But we, but we go through, we have this conversation all the time yeah. uh, to the fact that, okay, you put yourself there. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, this is, this is reaping what you sow. Yeah. Did, did, the did they, though, now, did the person you see in front of you do it? Or did they answer? I mean, yes. It? And we talked about that too. No, yeah. the person in front of me didn't do it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This was a long time ago. Yes. Should we let it go? Should we all let it go? Start fresh? Of course. Yeah. Is that going to happen? Hell no. Yeah. Yeah. That's a point. So it's like, if Chris makes me mad, like let's say Chris abuses me, right? Uh-huh. And I'm like, okay, dang, I got abused by Chris. So now I'm going to slander Chris and be like, oh, Chris is this, that, and the third. Chris is evil. That's only going to make Chris more mad. You know what I mean? To abuse me even more. Yeah, because I mean, even when we think about it in relationships and friendships, yeah, when something, when one person does one thing wrong, we're not sitting there and doing another thing wrong to get even with. Yeah. I mean, okay, let me let me rephrase it. Some of y'all out there are doing that, <laughs> but <laughs> for the most part, that's not what we do. Yeah. You know, we want to make up with that person. You know, we will make it all good. You know, there's plenty of times we we didn't been at each other's heads. I mean, I came in and gave this man a hug. Yeah, you know. We all do it. We all go. We are all. We are all down each other's throats at some point, especially if you're around somebody enough. Yeah. Um. It happens, but mm-hmm. we we don't sit there and do that at home. Yeah. So why is it that as a society, we do that mm. when someone does something wrong to us in society? Yeah. We want to go do it back. Yeah. But that's not I your natural that. law. It's a vengeful that's not spirit. Your, that's, you know what I'm saying? Ventures, that's real. But how's it our vengeful spirit? Because they wouldn't do the same thing at their home. You know what I'm saying? So why is it that at home? We can understand how to react to things and make it better yeah. and work on the situation. But out in public, mm. where everybody sees it, where it counts to help people grow, yeah. why are we still with this circle? Why are we, you know, he did this to me, so I'm going to do it back. Mm. Well, why can we fix it at home mm. and not fix it in public? Why are we acting two different ways? You know, why, why is this mentality coming at us like this? Uh, yeah, the, the moment you 
stop seeing your neighbor as your neighbor, a, a person like you. Yeah, you know, your family is family. Yeah, brother can hurt you one day, and it's a brother. You forgive him. You can't day. leave. Yeah, you can't but leave. you know, in public, that's some stranger. Yeah, that's not not you know not really. And you start seeing them as like and not we, human. Yeah, exactly. Know? We've deemed it okay yeah. to yeah. as a stranger. I'll never see you again. I have no ties to you. You're not my blood. You're not my family. Yeah. Who do I care about you? Yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, that's real. And that's where that's what I mean to me. So stuff like that sees from that. Just because I run into this random person on the street doesn't mean because I don't know them. I don't show them respect or I don't show them a level of decency because I don't know them. Yeah. And so I think that's a really good point because we we understand that racism is real. We understand that hate is out there, but our response can't be hate. You know, like our response—that's that's the biggest issue. Like if yeah. our response you can't is fight hate, fire with fire, you can't. Gotta love one another. And that's hard when they're calling you those names. You know, that's hard when you know they're coming for your family. That's I think that's it the is hard. Thing. A, yeah. I ain't gonna lie, you come from my family. No, right. the you thing is, you, you gotta give them an option. <laughs> you gotta give them an option. Let me give you a scenario. We talked about okay, this. Give, oh, I like scenarios. Go Let me give you a scenario. Let's say some guy at your work, right? Uh, you know, calls you the N word. Yeah. Like out in public, everyone sees you. Him call you the N word. Yeah. And he and he is a racist. Let's say he's a racist. Yeah. And then he gets fired from the job. Yeah. He exports a family. Yeah. So he has to go home now. With no money, no job. Yeah. What is that going to do after that? And then when he tries to go somewhere else, yeah, no one will hire him because he can't work anywhere else because he thinks he's racist. Okay. Now they know. Yeah. So what can he do now? Mm. You know, he put gets pushed in this little corner where yeah. he, he he has no help. Mm-hmm. He just got shunned. Yeah. Oh, you're you just a racist. You're no one. So yeah. Now he's shunned. Yeah. He has no option but to go to the other corner. Yeah. So you need to give him an option. Not not I'm not say condone racism, but and start giving them a path to to you know learn and recover from. I mean, I you feel know. you. But my thing is this: that's just like this is an easy example. That's like somebody's personal Facebook. Mm-hmm. They can be a completely different person in their personal life and act a whole other way at work. Right? Mm-hmm. Jobs are not supposed to go on their Facebook. They're not supposed to judge that. Their yeah. jobs are not whether he's racist or whatever he is. Right. Yeah. You know whether he's gay. You know we jobs are not allowed to judge on that. Yeah. But they do. Yeah. I mean that's his point blank period. So I don't I don't think people I mean, what are we gonna do? So how are we gonna okay, as a person, let's say you're the hiring manager, are you gonna be able to really get that out your mind? Is that not gonna bother you're a black man. You're a black man with yeah. a with a business, right? It's not yeah. black it's not just a black business, it's just a business. Yeah. You know this guy's a racist, but he's the best at what he does. Mm. What do you do? So what do we do in that situation? I mean, it's do difficult. Do we just look? Are we going to just got, look? You got to give your him a... Your moral compass. What does your moral compass tell you? Your moral compass is going to tell you, nah, I can't do that, right? You got to give him an option, though. Business-wise, you, you're like... Eh. For example, you could... I'm not saying this is the best, you know, I'm not, answer. Right. But you could put him, put him with HR, get him to try to understand that it's wrong. Give him a, give him a, a way out. Maybe leave for yeah. a little bit. Mm-hmm. Don't just shun them completely. Because if you do that... They're gonna go, and like they have nowhere to turn to. Yeah, I man, that's a good point because like, shout out to Uncle Larry. So, one of the things that Charlemagne he he puts racism with pedophiles and murderers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Makes which, sense. Which yeah, which is depending on what you believe can either make a lot of sense or be really really dumb. And he puts them in the same category. He said they all are evil, horrific people. So if you consider a racist an equivalent to a pedophile. You're just like he's just gonna die. You know what I mean? If he's committing these crimes against children, he's committing these crimes against races. Like 
it's social ostracization and it's demonization and there's no support for him. There's no help. None. None. So if we're calling these, and to Francis' point, if you're saying that these people are like, because these are these are different. These are power. Some of these people got money. Yeah. Some of these people, a lot of them got money. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. They had yeah. them plantation back in the day. A lot of them have this money. So we're just putting them all in the corner and calling them scum of the earth, calling them pedophiles and murderers. I mean, anything, any any animal that's cornered is going to yeah. fight back. So, but my question is, are they, should we put them in the same category as them? <sighs> I feel like they should be re-educated. Yeah. But how do you re-educate People who don't want to be reeducated. No, not even that. Yeah. How do you reeducate fifty years or something? Mm. Something that's been passed down through generations and generations and generations. How, how do we reeducate that? Mm. I'm all for it. Go, go, go ahead, Jordan. I tell you what. I've been. I've been. Uh, I had seen this. I think it was on a Sunday. Um, after all this stuff happened, it was from John Gray. And one of the things is he has said, um, it's not going to be anything political. Mm. So no law. No government, no president is going to come in and change, you know, men's hearts. Mm. That's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. That's true. So we got to get the government out the way. Mm. Now, we say, like, we can, oh, all races going to this place and, you know, let's counsel them not we to be racist that. anymore. That'll, that that'll, that'll, that'll that ain't going to work. That'd be 10 times worse. And the truth, the truth of the matter is the only thing that can really solve men's hearts is the gospel. And that's mm. what... And that's what's really just been wrestling with me. Like, like some of these men call themselves Christians. Yes. Thank you. Christian right. And it's the crazy part. You know, you, you can have this white guy who, who's, like, very advocate in the Bible. He's racist, but he's very advocate in the Bible. He reads his Bible every day. You can have this black guy who reads his Bible every day. And in their minds, be, racist, racism aside, they could be the same person. Mm. They could be, they could be, for all we know, because how much they believe in God, they could be the best of friends. Mm. But because of this thing that is harboring in one of the other's hearts, to be racist, it just completely stops whatever potential they have on doing in life together. You know what's funny? I, I was I was watching a movie, uh, Birth of a Nation, a couple of days ago. Yeah. And it's just exactly what I saw. Like, Nat Turner was reading the same Bible yeah. they were reading, yeah. interpreting two different things. Mm. They were all Christian. Yeah. In their own eyes, yeah. reading the same Bible, yet there are two different ideologies, mm. and that's that, that's just that's crazy. Mm. Man, uh, Chris's point, man, was really was really powerful, man, because mm. man, the gospel does change hearts, and you know, uh, as everybody says, you know, Saul, I mean, Paul was once Saul, you know, like there's there's hope for everybody, but I think. Um, on that note, one of the issues, even going back to MLK with the letters, letters in the Birmingham jail, is that, man, there's these evangelical majority white Christians mm. um, who don't even see racism as a problem. Right. Yeah. So I'm going to give I'm going to give an example. And and, the one. Go ahead. I'm going to yeah. just even yeah. the one, they use the Bible to fuel the racism. That's yeah. The crazy part so too. I'm going to give an example. So, like, let's say I'm going to throw some stuff out there. So let's say. A church said sex before marriage was wrong. Okay, so then the congregation knows that this is wrong, that this is sinful. We're not going to go ahead and indulge in this. But if a church never says sex before marriage is wrong, it's cool. They even they don't even talk about it. People are just oblivious to it. And if they're doing it, they're just doing it. it is what it is. They don't see it as a sin. So similar to similar to racism, if they're saying if we're saying that racism is a sin, like like like. The, the far right wants to condemn homosexuality like you know like it's a plague but they don't understand that racism is 
if if not worse, not nothing's worser than, but it's literally all the same vein. If you if you yeah. come from that belief system, mm-hmm. and if and if racism is a serious sin, like and it being a prevalent sin in the country, like it's not like a hidden sin. This is a belligerent. Like you you talk about the gay people, you talk about the people hooking up and shit, but you have a pre- prevalent sin of racism in your country, and these churches are just silent. Literally silent. Not Christians are Christians silent. Christians are silent. And 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 Chris, I, I don't know if you're comfortable sharing with this. Like this was similar to what kind of frustrated you this summer, you know, with the whole uh, Philando Castile thing. Yeah. You know, do do you mind sharing some of the like what you experienced with after the Philando Castile event, and then the the next Sunday you went to church and how they did they barely even referenced it. Do you mind sharing that story briefly? Yeah. So I'm not gonna repeat what happened to okay. Philando Castile. We're not. You don't but, got to. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, Sam and I went to this church who's majority white, and I'm not going to say the name of the church, okay. but um, uh, we went there, and, you know, our hearts are very heavy. Mm. It's like, we, we, and I don't know how many police brutality that, like, before Flando Castile, but, like, our hearts were already, was already heavy before that happened. Mm. So we get to church, and, um, and <laughs> he didn't say anything about it. Mm. Didn't really didn't, happen, no. didn't mention it. You know, mm. it was just another Sunday. Mm. And, crazy. you know, and he, Sam is, what, 6'3"? Yeah. You know, and he's black. Yeah. And I'm six foot and yeah. black. Mm-hmm. And we're the only two black men mm. in the church. Mm. So we stick out like a sore thumb. Mm. And, uh, and I felt like all eyes was on us. Mm. You know, like, can't believe these two black guys are in this church. And, uh, and... Sam and I would just, we really just looked at each other after the sermon. Mm. And I could see the pain in his eyes and mm. he could see the pain in mine. Wow. And I think we just, we knew from that moment on we had to find a new church because obviously this church did not care mm. about what was going on, um, not only to um, his family, but with just black people in America were struggling with and, and the heart and the hate behind um, those people who felt like um, black people are lesser than they are. Hmm. And not to mention and educate the very, you know, privileged white people that go there and saying that, you know, there's a problem and we want to call ourselves Christians and one of our pillars and we want to be our diverse community and yeah. for us to not mention it. Mm. And uh, we had we had conversations with the pastor. We tried to, yeah. you know, show the, the I have, problem. I have a question. Yeah. Do you think is out of uh, out of fear of losing support of their members? You mm-hmm. they, they right do believe, it, or do you think right it's just they don't care? Just I, apathy. I, I a little feel bit like of it's support of not losing some members because there's some churches that may speak a little bit about it, but after that, it's go back to regular sermon. Like they don't really touch on the issues that that much. Yeah. Probably like five minutes, ten minutes, but they don't really dive into it mm. and get the people aware of what's really going on. It yeah, depends. you have CNN, but church is what really matters because that's what we all believe in one God, supposedly. Yeah. yeah, it depends on the body of the church. Now, if, if a, like a church, like the leader of the church, if he has been, if he wants a diverse um, people of his church, he has to have different friends mm-hmm. and he has to hang out with different people that doesn't look like him. Mm-hmm. Right. And he doesn't, like if he doesn't, have that that means he never has those conversations mm, so exactly. therefore he doesn't know how to have that conversation mm. even with a close black friend therefore let alone won't. to his his church yeah, mm. and also powerful. the fear as well like to mention that 
Like he doesn't it's know. It's uncomfortable. Like, mm. Yeah, it's comfort. uncomfortable. It's comfort. Mm. It's just mm. upsetting. Wow, man. Now, Chris, goodness gracious, bro. That's awful. This I'm is why I like hearing Chris talk. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm talking. Exactly. Yeah, but they also, like I said, he, if you never have a black friend before, you're not gonna know how to like talk about black issues because mm. he doesn't know the heart. But by, like what we go through as a black the, man. The, the thing is, the thing is, the problem is he still can. But he chooses not to. Well, this yeah. this is last year. Yeah. No, I'm not I'm not saying that person specifically, but they still they had even even when you see something, see an injustice, yeah. something you don't fully understand. Yeah. Like either you acknowledge your existence. Yeah. And and do the uncomfortable thing of Goodness talking gracious. about it, or you just you just you know I I can't speak for it, so I'm just gonna ignore it like it doesn't happen, and that's the main issue. And that's the coward way out. Yeah. America. And that's and that's what we see as. The problem get worse and worse. Mm -hmm. We looking at the church, and yeah. we know the answer yeah. is the gospel and wow. the change of men's heart. Wow. We looking at the church, and nothing's wow. happening. Wow. It's only gonna get worse and worse. Man, it's the church's fault. Literally, Chris. Honestly, it's sad. I didn't even think about like I didn't even think about this, but that is a perfect explanation. It is the church's fault because we all know those khaki wearing <laughs> dockers putting on. Button up collar to the tippy top button wearing white guys, plaid shirt offs, obviously, are going to churches on Sunday. They're going on Sunday. You know what I mean? They ain't going to miss a good old fashioned service. They're going on Sunday. <laughs> and they're literally sitting down, singing their songs, praying to whomever they believe they're praying to, and not even seeing what they're doing as wrong. Similar to the Nat Turner thing. Oh, I'm going to make some money. I'm going to send this little nigger boy around the village and get some t t teach a Bible about yeah. things that in the very Bible is talking about evils that you're creating. And it blows my mind because, God, these churches would give so much money to anti-abortion. Like, I'm not going to diss your church. The, the, the thing is, like, oh, my goodness gracious. The church, I mean, it's supposed to be, you know, God's place, God's yeah. house, right? But it really isn't, like, sometimes. Like, what they do is they use the church to push their own agenda. Yeah. Like, Planned Parenthood is, like, their, their worst, the worst thing like, it makes know, no on sense. Earth it compared, makes... compared to, you know, people dying. And, you know? and to Chris's point, that, that shows me how a, either you don't know, what they say in the boys' hood, either they don't know, they don't care, they don't show what's going on. I don't know. I forgot to say. <laughs> but the, it, the <laughs> issue is that literally, literally, bro, we, everybody in the country knows racism is one of the top Two issues, if not the number one issue in our country. I mean, we think about the history of racism. How many times have we pushed it back? How many times have we been like, all right, we're going to talk about it. Eh, nah, it's not right. God. How many times they tell you, oh, no, nah, it's not the right time. Goodness People gracious. are just afraid to talk about it. What do you mean? Because they're right. They are. They're scared. And then so it's, just, it's church is no different. With certain churches, it's no different. How they I mean, are they going to go and... Talk about this dude who has uh, who likes another guy, and he and he got no problem giving him the fire and brimstone. They got no problem giving him every the whole wrath of God, you know what I mean? But then the guy who literally hates somebody, the fundamental, literally Christian humanity in a nutshell, is to love your neighbor, literally love you know, God, it, love one another, and he hates somebody. It shows how how goodness as, as human beings, as simple human beings, Sorry we for screaming. we we corrupt the church, mm. like. The fact that you bring your agenda 
to the church. Mm. Yeah, I mean, but the, like you said, the church is there for to bring sinners into, you know, to yeah. come as one, to become better, to be more like Christ. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So but the, the thing is, is, you have to talk about everything. You everything. You have to be able to Equally. talk about everything. But it's not Equally. what happens. Mm. You're right. It's not what happens. We all have to talk about everything. We all have to talk about issues. I mean, we all have to understand each other's issues. Mm. I mean, we know at, at, at whether you're black church, white church, Chinese church, you have to understand your brother's issues. Mm. You have to be able to reach out to your fellow man, woman, and understand where they come from. Mm. You have to understand the shoes they feel every day. But when no, people don't want to take the time out to, to understand that. Yeah. So like I said before, you know, if we're never going to take the time out to understand one another or feel where you're coming from or why you feel this way. Because I bet you right now, I bet you if you if we had a KK member, KKK member in here, he wouldn't really be able to tell me an honest answer why he feels the way he feels. Mm. He has no real reason. Mm. He just knows he does. He just knows I've been trained. I've been taught this way. Yeah. You do this. He's going to give me every other thing he done probably seen on TV to tell me why he hates me. And he could, as a man, he will never be able to step to me and say, I don't like you because of this and this is my reason. No. Mm. He has no real background for it. They just, you when you think about it, when you dislike someone, nine times out of ten, there's no real reason. Mm-hmm. And you know, you may maybe they rubbed you the wrong way. Maybe it it was it was it could have been a misunderstanding. It's emotional. This is an emotional. Not or just, um, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Mm. No, we don't want to use logic as something as simple as having a conversation with one another. And mm. you know, that could have solved it all. That one conversation, if you just talk. How many times have we seen on shows, movies, and in life that and in our personal lives? When two people are mad at each other, mm. if they if they just talk to each in other in the room, just, yeah. just in the room, just if they just, if you just sat down, took five minutes, listened to one another, and talked, and it would be resolved. Mm. But it doesn't happen. Uncomfortable. Honestly, though, I can't put all the blame on the church. Mm. It's are Christians really are Christians? That's the true answer. Because the church mm. preached down love, love each other, love, love thy neighbor. Yeah. Are you really taking that? Love thy neighbor, and are you just loving the people who have the same skin complexion as you? Exactly. I think. I think what we like. I think we we're missing the point, John, is that we're not solely blaming just the church. The church is not speaking out that there's an yeah. issue. Yeah. That's what we're saying. Yeah, that's a but problem. But they do preach, they do preach out the love, though. But it's, ju- it, but it's generic. Talking. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. So it's like, yeah. like for example, like I mean, we can't say every church is not doing it. We don't know what every church is doing. We just say in general it's how we fit. Like, 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 like for example, a general belief is love children, right? Yeah. General. But the church believes that the society is not loving children by aborting them. So they specifically talk about abortion. My call, I'm not saying you do anything bad, Matt Chandler, but the Village Church, every year they have a whole sermon on abortion. They literally have an abortion conference. And we're saying that if we're saying love our your love your neighbor, mm. specifically how Americans are not loving why their not neighbor is by racism. So let's talk about that. Let's have conferences about that. Nobody, let's let's address that. that. They're scared. Nobody's gonna address it because nobody wants that back. Because you know why? You don't ever know. I don't know who's in my congregation. Exactly. That makes no sense. Like Chris pointed out. It's money. It makes no sense. It makes sense to say who's in my congregation. You're preaching the Bible. Not and let me, and let me bring that together to what Donald Trump did. Yeah. The re- the main reason why Donald Trump couldn't condemn it, and I can't, and I'm just speculating. Obviously, I don't know him. We're it's because a lot of his basis is those racist guys. He couldn't condemn it and piss off his basis of people. Yep. So the church yeah. is literally doing the same exact thing. The same They're, thing. They, they know that if I talk about racism, it's going to piss people off. What the hell does that mean? 
You know what I mean? Like, because you know, it'll make people mad that they're doing something wrong. And then don't be trying to finesse it and bring in like a token black guy. Oh, don't. Oh, yeah. Man, gosh, That's what they man, really be doing. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Goodness gracious. Bring in Dr. Umar. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> <laughs> definitely bring in no Dr. Umar Johnson. Man, hey, go ahead. Let's get, let's get into the Trump thing. Let's, let's talk about how he was just completely passive yeah. in the situation. Hell, it was both sides. But, I, but and, uh, Khalil, were you shocked? Is I wasn't shocked. Oh, I wasn't shocked. Oh, no, not I know at all. You I'm shocked at saying, all. so what, what can you even say about it? I mean, I wasn't shocked at all. I'm just, you're right. You know what? Nobody was shocked. <laughs> well, I can't say nobody. Clearly, people were shocked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, it's like we know, we know what they're about. It's, it was so crazy, man. Like, my, I went to work Monday. Mm and I saw I see the same person I, when I first walked into is uh is the person that greeted us mm. and uh and it was like nine o'clock your person still hasn't said anything about what happened this weekend mm. Mm. 11 o'clock your person still hasn't said anything about what happened this weekend what was that that was Tuesday he said that was Monday Monday did he find he finds so he said something Monday. Monday like like I think 1 30 their time 12 30 our time something okay. like that mm. Yeah, man. It's just, it's crazy. I mean, I don't, I yeah, and then I guess the bad part is, I guess, when he started doing his impromptu, right? When, that's when that's when it really got bad. Yeah. When he had nothing left to read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he started, the real stuff started coming out. Well, yeah, I want to see what he posted on Twitter. Well, actuality. Yeah, actuality. But no, nah, it's, it's it's unfortunate. So it's unacceptable in this country. <laughs> we don't want to do this. We can't be doing it. Yeah. We, we, we're, spending, we're spending a lot of time on on the issue. Man, like, I don't want to. I don't want to end this way, man. No, what? 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 I know. We end like it's just been a rough week. Oh my god! I hope it's not more bad news. This kid just messaged me. So what? What do? Moving forward, what's the solutions, man? What are? What are we feeling like, man? How can? What do we need to do? Because first and foremost, if you guys are cool with it, I would like to get one of those white church leaders on the show next week and ask them these questions. I would love to. I would love. <laughs> And that's that, that, that'd be good for society. Let's have these questions. That'd be good. Um, good conversation. So yeah. let's. So guys, what what do we think? What are we thinking? What are the solutions? <laughs> Not all at once. So, as Cleo said. Uh, Go ahead, John. Uh, Go ahead. I wish you love one another, but <laughs> man, there's no realistic solution. Yeah. yeah. The thing is, the thing is, like the solution. We I mean, we actually like, we know, know the solution. The solution. We, know the solution. A, yeah, we know the solution. Yeah. Thank you. We know the solution. It's that it's we we science. ought to do it, but we're not doing it. Mm. It's like a should. We should mm. do this. Mm. You know, that mean we're gonna do it? No. So, we know the answer. Mm. Like he said, like John said, love thy neighbor. Actually, try to care about your neighbor. What's going on in his life? Like I go to I go to school tomorrow. I'm going to school tomorrow, and half the class will not care about what's going on. Mm. Like right now, I'm trying to get a degree. I'm trying to do this. Stuff. Like they're going through a life for themselves. Mm -hmm. I'm living in a different world. Than they are mm. I, in my world. This is happening mm. in their world. It's a regular day, mm. all right. So, like the fact that you got you can't see like my life and and step in my shoes, and have empathy. Mm -hmm. That's a problem. Mm -hmm. Do you want to change that? We should, mm. but, but we probably won't. Mm. Jordan Khalil, you know I'm done talking about oh. <laughs> Jordan. Man, uh, like I said before, I think the only way to really affect change. Is at the end of the day is the gospel. So I mean, um, the gospel saves all people. And I was really just curious how uh, Paul is so eager to really write these, you know, stories and share the gospel. And just said the, the saving power of God yeah. is the reason why he does that. Yeah. And I firmly believe that 
you know, the gospel changes people, changes men's heart. Doesn't yeah. matter how long or how old they are. Yeah. Um, just but like, just for um, something to do active now. If you know, if you had went to church today, because today we were going on Sunday, yeah. and your church had said nothing about it, yeah, you need to do something. You need to email your mm. pastor. You know, call somebody that um, that's close to the pastor, close mm. to whoever talks. And say, why is this not being addressed? Mm. And that's not only for black people; that's for white people as well. Mm. Um, because, that's yeah, I mean, I think you have to. You can't. You can't ignore it. We can't. Yeah. Be you can't be anymore. in this country and not address the yeah. issues in the country. That, that's that point. Yeah. Acknowledge. Acknowledge. Yeah, there's a problem. citizen. Mm. Man, and I and I and I want to end with this. Chris has said like over and over and over and over and over again that the gospel is a solution. The gospel is a solution. And I don't care how many times you heard this, you're going to hear it one more time. The word gospel literally is translated to mean good news. And what is the good news? The good news is that though we're sinners, though we're rebellious, though we're evil, though we have all this negativity, though we don't love one another, though we curse one another, though we abuse one another, though we do so much dirt in our life, man, God still loves us enough to not to sacrifice his son to forgive us, and not just to forgive us, but to bring him into his family. So though we were enemies, bro, God still was loving enough to bring us into our family. And that should compel you that no matter what somebody is to you, if God can forgive you, the perfect person can forgive your unperfect, racist, sexist, misogynistic, all that stuff, whatever you are, because we're all something, if God can forgive us, who the hell are you to not forgive and love someone who's different from you? No matter who you are, whether you're white, black, male, female, same-sex attraction, hetero, whatever the whatever you are, there's no excuse to hate anybody. And that's what the gospel does. It changes your heart because you can't be forgiven and you can't be truly loved and not forgive and love other people, man. So, Chris, man, thanks for bringing it back home. Please, guys, take his advice, man. Challenge your leaders. Challenge these people and challenge, challenge yourself. I'm gonna challenge myself. I'm gonna challenge myself. So we're gonna challenge each other now. Yes. Oh, you know, every you day. Know, we are. We challenge each every, day. every day. So, I walk in the house, I see the dishes. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> every day. On that note, <laughs> on that note, challenge. John Mark, welcome to the family. You are officially a roommate. Hey. So as I said at the beginning of the show, it's, this is your boy Hafiz. And this is Chris the Star. And it's your boy Khalil. It's your boy Francis. And special guest John. And we are the roommates and we are on the Conway Podcast Network. And this has been the best hour of your week. And to all my fans who came out, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Let them know. Look at this. I tell you. Let's say. Selfish. My friends. Oh, dang. My bad. My friends and our friends. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, Amber, for listening. Hope you enjoyed yourself, guys. Tell your people about us. Let's spread this message. Let's continue to uplift and love one another. We are the roommates. And Chris, do the thing. Hold up. I got something in my mouth. Uh, oh, damn. We are the roommates, man. <laughs> she like said. Oh, <laughs> search, under, search under the roommates podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You already know what it is. <laughs> and we are on SoundCloud. Talk about opulence. Opulence. Right, and go, right, to right, 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 right. go to the event. Go to the event. And we are the roommates. <laughs> <laughs>